Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good afternoon. It's Erin Chamberlick, and I am here with a guest today. We are going to be talking about mold. Could it be mold? This is the third podcast in a series. You can um, find the other ones on Blog Talk Radio or iTunes under my name, Erin Chamberlick. And visit my website, getbetterwellness.com. So today we have Allie Chase here. Welcome, Allie. Hi, thanks for having me. Hey, glad to have you. So we are um, both from the Nashville area. And just in hearing Allie's story, I thought it would just be good to have her as a guest. And, you know, we've been talking about mold and the symptoms and and a lot of people don't recognize that what they're dealing with could actually be mold and hidden mold can trigger everything from asthma attacks to you know sneezing congested nose runny nose itchy nose (laughs) watery eyes wheezing difficulty breathing and respiratory infections and unfortunately a lot of conventional doctors are missing it and giving antibiotics, and that's not going to get you better. So let's just start off. Um, Allie, can you kind of just take us back a couple years? You were you came here from Washington, right? Correct, yes, Washington State, the, um, the east side, Spokane. Okay, and that was um, probably three years ago or so that you made the move to Nashville? It was actually almost six years ago that I moved to Nashville, yeah. Okay. So um, you have been eating paleo, you told me, for 10 years, and you were also um, very much an athlete. What kind of, you know, sports were you into? Well, I'm a bit of an unconventional athlete. I never was an athlete growing up, but I... I, um, probably about eight years ago, I decided that I wanted to prove to myself that I could do a triathlon. So I signed up for a sprint, um, just the, the short version. And um, I trained, I was, I was nervous about it. So I trained for like nine months to do this thing. And I wasn't worried about the um, the time at all. It was just, um, this is a really great way to spend my free time. I was a teacher at the time and I tutored after school and then I would go to the gym and and uh, I was in literally in the best shape of my life, felt the best, uh, had the best, um, you know, just uh, m- emotions, mood stabilized, and uh, just really felt the best of my life at that time. Okay. So then what happened? When did things um, start to change? Yeah. So I moved here. Uh, six years ago, and about three years ago, uh, my husband and I purchased a piece of property. It was just uh, land, and we were planning to build. And so our plan was, in this tiny house movement, uh, we were going to uh, move into a camper and live in the camper while we built the house. And that was a, an econo- economical way for us to do that. So uh, we did that. We moved into a camper. It was fun. I, I like living in a small space. So uh, it was a kind of a fun adventure, and uh, then I had gone on a trip back home to see my family, come back um, about 
uh, let's see, that about the it was about a month after we had moved into the camper. I had gone to see my family come back. I got a respiratory infection, as is a lot of times happens when you fly. So I just figured I chalked it up to that. Um, I had a it was a very acute respiratory infection, um, bad cough, uh, like a, like a really uh, really harsh cough, and uh, it just didn't go away. So um, we aren't we don't we don't just jump to the doctor with things. So I tried my natural remedies and um, nothing was working. So my husband just said, just go to the doctor and have them check your lungs and just make sure that your lungs sound okay. Of course, I went. He gave me three prescriptions for um, various uh, antibiotics mm-hmm. and cough syrup. You know, um, yeah. Uh, there were three three uh, prescriptions, and at the time I was uh, working at for a chiropractor, and so I went to work. And um, uh, the wife of the chiro- of my boss was there at the time, and I showed her these prescriptions. I said, "I don't want to take these," and so she started just asking me some questions. And she um, she asked me when did the when did the cold start, and I told her. Um, it was in September and she said, when did you move into the camper? And I said, in August. And she looked me in the face and said, it's mold. You need, you got to look for mold. And so that was my first Mm. revelation that this wasn't just a cold that I caught on the plane. Mm -hmm. So what, what, um, when were you at the doctor? What, when was that in October, November? Uh, that was. Yeah, that would have been October mm-hmm. that I um early October when I went to the doctor and, and discovered that, you know, just it was um it was mm-hmm. just a couple of months that I uh and the the mold it wasn't just a you know, some sniffles and and runny eyes mm-hmm. for me. It was a, a real serious, possibly uh life threatening thing. Did they diagnose you? at the doctor with anything in particular or just said you have a respiratory infection? Oh, no, yeah. He just he just looked me over, and um, they didn't do any tests or anything. He just uh, he just said, yep, looks like a respiratory, upper respiratory, upper respiratory infection, and, uh, sent, you know, patted me on the head and sent me out the door with three prescriptions. Oh, goodness. So thankfully, you know, God <laughs> gave um, wisdom to you through, you know, the wife of your chiropractor. Yeah. And, and so she said, you have, she was convinced it sounded like you have to go home and look for mold. So what'd you do oh, then? You yeah. go home that day and say, husband, <laughs> let's look. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, she was absolutely, I mean, she, there was no question in her mind. So, um, so yes, I went straight home and uh, my husband is a contractor. He's a general contractor. So, uh, he just tore into the roof and, uh, there it was. And, um, uh, the, the, it was a, we had bought the camper gently used and they had told us that there was a leak that had been fixed, but we are not, um, first camper people. We don't, um, uh, we, it's not something that we normally would have or live in. So, uh, we, you know, it never, found on us that there could be that you know that it was that bad of a leak that um would cause something like that so um yeah so he tore into the roof uh we ended up that 
that Christmas, I remember on Christmas Day, we were up on the roof. We tore he tore the roof completely off, and we we re-roofed the whole thing so that it was completely safe because that is the first step. You can't treat you can't treat yourself or get better without removing the mold or getting out of the situation where the mold is. So that was the first step. Yeah, and and did your husband have any knowledge about how to deal with mold or did, I mean, I wouldn't think he did. And so he was, or as a contractor, maybe he knew something about being careful because yeah. he was exposing himself yeah, he too. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, right. Yeah. There were lots of masks and yeah, we, uh, we, well, we did also do some research, but he had some experience with it from his, um, he's been a contractor for 20 years. So uh, he had some, okay some prior experience about how to deal with it. But yes, that's, that's important. Also, you can't just, um, you know, go digging into it because Mm -hmm. the spores, um, you know, Mm -hmm. are released into the air and it can get worse. So, yeah. So what were your symptoms like now going into Christmas? Okay. So the cough, uh, remained the respiratory infections, um, that took a while but, you know, I probably had that for about three months. I was experiencing brain fog, um, so much so that I didn't even really realize some of the symptoms um, until um, they someone would mention something to me. So um, along with the brain fog, I I actually felt somewhat like the beginning stages of Alzheimer's because I would forget words. Um, I would be speaking a sentence and have a hard time thinking of the, you know, the next word or what word I wanted to use. Um, simple tasks were overwhelming, just, you know, doing the dishes or, or um, vacuuming the floor or going to the market. Those kinds of things just seemed like too hard, too overwhelming. I was exhausted. My, um, I just had no energy whatsoever. I had um, generalized pain. You know when you're starting to get the flu um, or starting to get sick and you um, that feeling like your skin and your muscles just hurt. Uh, I had that consistently, but it never went away. Um, I had my, uh, I, I suppose you would call it mild depression. I just had a low mood. My mood kind of just went from neutral and down. I never really... Um, you know, but I, I never felt that pep in my step um, during that time or, or you know, any joy uh, And hmm. I was, because I was really sick. And um, I experienced bloating and inflammation, lots of just puffiness, feeling like things were just not moving in my body, uh, weight gain. And along with the weight gain came weight loss resistance. So once I got a little further along in um, it took me a year to to fully I, I wasn't fully better but to feel like I could function again to feel like myself again um, w- once I started moving my body again walking um, doing some short workouts I was not able to um, move the scale at all after the weight that I had gained so those were um, those are some pretty severe symptoms yeah so it seems like because the weight 
gain and it was stuck, that something might have happened to your hormones along the way too. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just change Absolutely. Your and the exhaustion and, and the, the yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's yep, very stressful to the body. So I'm sure if you were testing your adrenal function, it wouldn't have been a surprise that that might have been out of whack. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, so you did um, get some help from your chiropractor with supplements, and did you change anything else? I did. Um, okay. So after we removed the mold, I um, yeah, I got I was using uh, activated charcoal. Uh, I upped my water intake just to flush out um, my system. So I was I became very intentional about my water. Uh, rest was a big thing. Um, you know, you, when you're not feeling yourself or not feeling right, um, at least for me, I felt like I needed to just put, you know, like Allie, just, you know, get going, get, you know, get it together. We need to, life goes on, you know? So, um, allowing myself to rest and not making that a stressful thing because, you know, sometimes we can say, okay, I need to rest, but I'm going to sit here and think about all the things that I'm not doing and everybody thinks I'm being lazy and whatever, but just allowing myself mm-hmm. to rest and actually, yeah, you know, entering in and participating with the rest, that was a huge, huge thing. Um, getting a lot of fresh air, uh, especially for me, uh, someone who's in a house, you can open the windows and, um, you know, spend a lot, spend more time outside um, getting that nice fresh air. Uh, for me in the camper, it was very uh, important for me to spend a lot of time outside uh, just because it's such a concentrated area in that small space. Um, one of the uh, removing stress also was a, something that I was very intentional about. Um, and that doesn't seem like it would be related, but uh, you know, we have, when your body is so um, loaded down with toxins from the mold uh, any extra hormones or, um, you know, a- any kind of responses in your body's stress responses are, they're going to just be more detrimental because you're already so overloaded. So I really was very intentional about protecting my stress level um, and just having to say no to some things. Um, and then one of the, but I think the biggest thing that was the turning point for me was uh, when I was working at the chiropractor, one of uh, my patients, um, uh, Kate, she invited me to a um, a Young Living Essential Oils party, and I went because I like her, and um, I didn't really know much about them. And while I was there, she talked about the toxins in our products that we use every day and the load that it puts on our bodies. And I'm sitting there, mm-hmm. and I know that no one else in the room is thinking this, but I'm thinking to myself, mm-hmm. if the mold could do this to me and and take away my you know my health, what are what are all these? What's the toxic load of all of these products that I'm using, from cleaning to personal products and laundry and all that stuff? What's that doing to me? Mm-hmm. And so I immediately went home and just threw it all out, and I replaced it with plant based. Um, over the next mm. year, obviously, I can't just do it all at once. But over the next year, <laughs> I was very intentional about replacing all of my the toxic products with plant-based products, and just removing those 
toxins out of my house and off of my body and out of my body allowed, like it just gave my body that, that leg up that it needed. It's like, okay, so a little bit of a relief so it could work on, Mm -hmm. you know, what it needed to work on getting the mold out. So I have to say that that was, um, I mean, all of these, the things that I've spoken about are important, but that was one of the most important things. Yeah, it is. And when, you know, we think about it, there's all kinds of information out there about how many chemicals we're being exposed to every day um, before yeah. breakfast. Think about your shampoo and your conditioner, your soap and your makeup and your skincare, and, and it matters. People don't think it matters. It's yeah. just a little bit here or there, yeah. but it adds up. You know, and the the toxic level is increasing, increasing, getting stored in our fat cells. And, you know, you Mm -hmm. were so sick that your body was just not detoxing. Now, your husband did not get sick, right? Right. He had no symptoms. So I was the canary in the mine. If, If I hadn't gotten sick, we wouldn't have known. And what do you attribute that to? Because there's sometimes people, like you had said, you know, you had to rest and and people might have thought you were lazy. You know, there, that goes on all the time, the person who's uh-huh. affected with the mold and then people living in the same house going, um, we're fine, get off the couch. <laughs> so yeah. why do you think he didn't uh, get affected? Well, um, and and just to say, just to say for him, he was very um, attentive and understanding, and totally understood what was going on. So luckily, I didn't have to deal with that. But um, I have heard that thirty percent of the population of humans lacks the gene to uh, cycle the mold out of the body. But I've just recently. Um, learned more about the MTHFR mutation to genes, which learning through epigenetics, these things can just be turned on because of stress, because of environmental toxins like mold or chemicals. Um, and um, I, it has led me to realizing that I have that mutation. So that, that you know, and, and um, Jared does not have it. My husband does not have it. Mm-hmm. So, um, that could be a very um, plausible reason why. Yeah, and when I'm talking with people now who have these reactions to mold, and then I am now asking, have you been tested, you know, for MTHFR, genetic variants, yeah. because every time, you know, and I don't have like this huge list of people, but every time we have somebody with, um, these mold problems, they say, yes, I have either one or two copies of, um, you know, this genetic variant, which means they're not detoxing and you're not detoxing well. And it's kind of like we didn't even know this thing existed, you know, until recently right. and, and all this human genome stuff. Now we can know what we, we would just be like, why are you the canary? And why isn't somebody else the canary? Now, now we know. Yeah. So, what um what else did you learn in this process and what would you advise other people who might be recognizing they're in that same situation how would you advise them yeah um you know what i um i learned to be grateful for uh even something um uh, like a sickness 
that it is an assignment because uh, not only have I learned more about myself um, and how this, you know, this other gene variant is affecting other parts of my health that I, it has now been revealed to me. So, um, you know, the, the body tells us what, what it needs or when something is wrong. So um, it has helped me view sickness or, or unhealth or unwellness as um, a gift, as a, as a message and not just something that we have to put up with. Um, and it is also, um, it's an assignment for me. It's an assignment, just like you. I want people to know this. I want to share this so that, you know, because someone shared it with me, um, my boss's wife was the um, the one who revealed this problem to me. I could have been sick for two years. There, I'm sure that there are some maybe listeners who who have been sick for months and months or years and not known mm-hmm. what the cause is. So um, I, I think one of the things that I would say um, um, advice-wise would be to get with someone you know or someone who knows you and retrace back to when the symptoms started. If you can find, if you, can, you know, when did the symptoms start and what was the change? What, what happened during that time? Did you move into a new house? Did you, um, did you buy some um, used furniture? Did you have a leak? You know, just um, what, what kind of, um, what change happened? Because that's what she did for me. And then the other thing, my other advice would be to lower your toxic load wherever you can. We have so much control over what comes into our homes. And sure, if I had been completely, had a plant-based life uh, prior to the mold, I'm sure I still would have gotten sick, but it may not have been as acute. It may not not have been as as bad um, because the load on my body was already so high. So uh, you can never, ever go wrong with lowering your toxic load wherever you have the power to do that. So that would be my advice. Right. Right. And then probably I'd say the third thing was everybody should know what their MTHFR status is. Yes. Because it's it's easy to support your body with certain methylated B vitamins, but you need to know that this is going on. So how did you right. um, find out about your MTHFR situation? Well, you actually, Erin, <laughs> you uh, <laughs> suggested that I check my uh, 23andMe um, raw data from my genes. And so I uh, ran it through the diagnostic tool and discovered that I have some uh, uh, some variants in it so so now I'm still this isn't the end of my journey maybe I can come on you know in a few months Mm -hmm. from now again and I'll have a a continued story but um so now I go on the journey of um my you know personalized plan of what I need uh Mm -hmm. to um using you know through a functional medicine doctor who knows how to treat it um right figuring out what my plan will be so I'm excited about that. Yeah, and I know some of the really good doctors are not exactly affordable, but keep, you know, searching mm-hmm. because there are people out there who are learning just like we're learning 
And, you know, Mm -hmm. in the meantime, I always recommend people get the book by Neil Nathan called Toxic and give a copy to your doctor because some of it gets into the biochemistry, but it's mostly really readable. Um, But it's, you know, some of the best information that's accessible to us at this point. And, um, you know, and you can get uh, urine mold test. I use Great Plains Laboratory. Um, so for $300, you can, you know, send in your urine specimen and they'll tell you, you know, if you test positive for any of the mold toxins and then the book will say, if you have this mold, here's, you know, a protocol that you can use. And, um, Mm -hmm. you know, part of it is supporting your detox process and your B vitamins. And, you know, like you said, using charcoal, you need to use certain binders to pull it out and, Mm. Um, so it's a whole new, you know, game, but I'm glad that you're feeling better and, and that you have a lot of pieces to your puzzle that are falling into place. Thank you. Me too. It's, um, it's not something, uh, that just gets better overnight, but there is hope Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of information. So, yep. And now, you know, you'll be like uh, looking at people who have these puzzling respiratory symptoms and brain fog. And, and you'll say, have mm-hmm. you ever thought about this? <laughs> yeah. Right, it is. Allie, it's well, kind of like a big for... game of tag. Yeah. So you gotta just pay it forward now that you know, you right. know how to help somebody a little bit get on their journey. But thank you for being on the show today. I appreciate um, your sharing your story and, you know, it's a message of hope because you're figuring things out and, and um, you know, thankfully your husband knew how to remediate your home, but there's, um, you know, experts out there who can test your home and help remediate it. And, uh, but, you know, ideally you get out of your home while all that's being done. But, um, all right, so we'll, you know, yeah, we can talk in the future and see what phase two is bringing you in your health journey. <laughs> Great, Erin. Thank you so much. I appreciate everything you do. All right. Thank you, Allie. All right. This is Erin Chamberlick and Allie Chase signing off. Have a great day. And please stop by, uh, visit the website, getbetterwellness.com, if you'd like some more information. Thank you and have a great day. <laughs>